Yeah, they weren't expensive. And I think you get like eight in there. And you can share them with whoever else does Bible study. So oh, we started recording. It is, but it's okay. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. Howdy, howdy. Hey, Jeremiah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Lorraine? I am well. I am well. Been a busy week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yes. Busy for myself as well. It's it's a little bit crazy around the house, um, but we're making it through. Yes. We have a big date coming up in a week, and so uh, we're just making preparations for that and trying to uh, keep people sane. Yeah. And and moving forward, my daughter's getting married. So, yes, I know. I'm so excited for you. We are very excited. We're ready to celebrate, and uh, we're just again trying to keep everyone sane. <laughs> I know it's crazy, and you know what? I don't know. I have. I am not the mother of anybody of that. You know that mode of getting married yet. Thank God, I'm not there yet. So, but. I guess you should start. I don't know. I, I mean, everybody used to talk about having like uh, like a wedding fund for their kids, but we 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 were more worried about college funds <laughs> than we were about wedding funds. Well, yes, uh, it's it's not inexpensive, and we've we've had to to make it happen. But I, I it I think it's different for the boy and the girl. And I think it depends on their age when they get married, too, because it seems like as people are waiting longer to get married, like they're kind of paying for it themselves. In a, you know, from yeah, Rich and I paid for our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he says he paid for the whole thing. I, I don't know if he did or not. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. That's <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> I'll, I'll say the most challenging part for me is trying to learn how to dance. Oh, funny. You're not doing one of those dance routines, are you? No. Oh, good. No, I just, I've been told that I need lessons so that I can dance presentably during the reception. The father-daughter dance. Uh, yes, that's one of them. Yes. And um, I have no musical talent or musical what's the word rhythm um, that iq no musical iq i think because like the whole thing like i don't i can't can't put it together i can't find a beat i don't clap <gasps> i don't tap my toes really so, no no. That's so funny. So when I'm at church and we're, you know, we're doing praise, I can either sing by reading the words or I can clap. But you can't do but both. I have to watch. I can't do both. I can watch when other people clap and try to clap when they do, but I can't do that and sing. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's not funny. <laughs> well, no, it's not. I mean, you know, see, for no, me, uh, and I, I, we always have music available to us. Uh, you know, my dad had records and of course my brothers, they had their records. And so we always had music to be, uh, to be had to listen to or the radio or whatever. So I, for whatever reason, I, I mean, I'm not a great dancer by all means, but I love, I mean, back in the day, we used to go out, you know, dancing like crazy, me and the girls. And, you know, when I was living in Florida, we would go clubbing, you know, and, we would dance it like till you know like we close some we close some of those places down. I gotta say. <laughs> well, I've always you know, like we've always had music. My dad would love music, but I never learned anything about music. I mean, I heard it. Yeah. But to pick up a beat or to do anything, and so like the dancing dancing lessons, I know the steps. Like they showed us a foxtrot and a rumba, and I I, I can do the steps. But, like, I can't do it to music. Like, That's, I guess you're supposed to, you know, yeah. move a certain way, right? When the, whatever, I can't. Can't. That's so funny. 
so it's, funny. I know. Same. My wife says, just feel it. Like, what am I feeling? <laughs> it, there's that disconnect that I can't put. Well, together. there's like this inner like thing. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something like once you pick up the, you know, the one, two, three, you know, you just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I can't help you there, buddy. Nobody Sorry. can. It's like, <laughs> how do you not know that? I'm like, I, it doesn't, it's not, it just doesn't click. You know, I find it funny because, you know, uh, I always laugh. I always say, you know, because. I, I don't know. I thought Italians, Latinos, you know, I guess we all feel like we might have that little inner something, that rhythm going on, you know? So I, I was just figured it was because I was Italian. And Gabriel is so funny. Now, Joshua, I tried to let them, I, I tried to teach them, like, let the, let me teach them, but they fought me on it. I'm like, why wouldn't you let me teach you how to dance? You know, a little bit, you know, something. Um, I think Joshua did. He had to go to a dance like in eighth grade or something like that. So I was kind of giving him a crash course, like in our living room, you know, trying yeah. to help him out a little bit. But Gabriel will sit now that he's like, you know, picked up on this whole music thing. And this is what he wants to do. He puts his his vibe on. And so like his Spotify goes into my like, OK, the rule is supposed to be whoever drives gets to pick the music. That's the rule. So technically, I'm always the driver, so I always got to pick the music. But he sits and he'll ask me, he's very respectful. He's like, do you mind if I put my music on? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they all sound the same. It's like all the music sounds the same to me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Ugh. But he'll sit there like this. This is, this is Gabriel. He's like, he's got this little <laughs> thing going on. And I can see him through the corner of my eye. I'm like, what are you doing, boy? You know, what the heck is, what is that? <laughs> and it's funny, the conversation we had last night in trying to, to practice dancing, my wife, I said, told my wife, you laugh every time I dance. She goes, oh, you're being silly. Not all the time. And you still laugh. And so she laughed again. <laughs> no, this is how you I are, really you're dance. being silly. No, I was trying. It didn't work. <laughs> I was really, really trying. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Too yeah. funny. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> you know that, <clears throat> not to switch gears, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I ate a little too much salsa while I was there in San Antonio. <clears throat> I think I was eating a little too much of everything while I was in San Antonio. <laughs> So what I was telling everybody in the uh, previous podcast, and we're a little bit behind on getting caught up, but I did mention why, and I'll remind them again in case this is like their first podcast that they're listening to or whatever, but I was in town for San Antonio for a friend's mom's um, memorial service. So we were a little, we're a little behind, but we are getting caught up now. So it, it's by, by the end of today, we should be all caught up. And uh, everybody can listen in. You can, oh, what was I saying? I said, oh, you can binge watch us or binge listen to us. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I'm binge worthy or not, but <laughs> I would like to think we are binge worthy. So, but anyway, it was a sweet, sweet, just a sweet week. And I'm just sad that that was the reason why I had to come into town for but it was definitely a blessing and uh, and God was all over it. It was just amazing. There, I, real quick, I just want to tell everybody out there, and I might've mentioned it maybe already. And if I did, I apologize. I'm working on two hours ahead of time right now. <laughs> but I was saying that um, I was asked to read and she wanted me to read a different Bible verse. Did I tell you about this already? No. Okay. You said so, you were going to read, but you didn't say. Okay. So I had given her about all week, all last week, you know, the Bible app just kept popping up all these verses about, you know, comforting and, you know, God will comfort the morning and, you know, the whatever. I mean, there was just so I can't quote them because I, I don't remember the book. 
every single day for like three or four days, it, it was all about that. So I kept forwarding her, you know, texting her these Bible verses from the Bible app. Anyway, so the last one was, she said, oh, that's perfect. I, I was going to ask you to read at mom's, you know, service. Can you read this one? And I'm like, well, and I just didn't feel the love on it. It didn't feel good for me. I don't know why. And so um, I said, you know what, let me pray about it and let me hear what God wants me to do. So the book that we're, we were in at the time was Ruth. And what I, rem what I think I remember was when Lala was in the hospital, there was one time that I got, to, she wanted to hear me read. And I think it was the Bible verse that I ended up ultimately picking out, which was Ruth, what is it? It's Ruth 1. I don't know where it is in here. Well, it's before Samuel. Oh, here we go. So Ruth, where is it? It's a very short book. And it's a, it's a love story between Naomi and Ruth. And so we had read uh, Ruth 1, whatever that Bible verse Um I will go where I will, you know, I will go wherever you go. I will live wherever you live. Your people will be my people. And, um, and I haven't dog-eared that in this book, but anyway, um, that's the verse that God gave me because that was the last one that Lala got to hear um, before she passed away a couple of days later. So Sharon was just ecstatic that that was the one she's like that's perfect that's great she so then i had been praying i'm like you know i felt like i wanted to give everybody kind of a background on why we were doing bible study together you know with two hours of difference between us well i would i didn't want to overstep my boundaries and ask if i was okay for me to read you know to, to talk before right. I even asked her, she said, oh, and by the way, if you want to, you know, if you want to say something about law or whatever, or, you know, she goes, feel free to say whatever you want to say. And I'm like, I, it was just God, you know, God was just yeah. working his little way through it. So fast forward to the service. She has a cousin in Houston who her husband is um, a, a minister, a pastor, and they are so godly and they are so in in tune with the holy spirit they i mean it's it was amazing being around them so her the husband was doing the um the sermon or whatever what do they call it for eulogy, eulogy. he was doing the eulogy she was doing the first reading and i was doing the second reading so i was like early on in the service <clears throat> which kind of freaked me out that's all right I've never spoken in front of people before. At least I can't remember actually speaking in front of people. Well, she had chosen, uh, Kay had chosen a different Bible verse. And up until like a day before uh, she was going to do it. And then all of a sudden she's like, no, I'm going to do Matthew, which was amazing because that's where our Bible study had started two years ago. We started from Matthew, just like we did here. We started with Matthew right. and actually one chapter at a time, which was the inspiration for Take a Leap uh, Faith podcast, doing one chapter at a time. And that's how we did it. And, it. and so, you know, God inspired her to read that chapter from Matthew. God inspired me to do Ruth. And, you know, it was just, uh, it was just amazing, just amazing how God inspired it was. And just a, right. just a holy time and just a, an honor to Lala. She, she loved God. She loved God. She loved reading his word and she loved being, uh, the hands and feet of Jesus. And she was so sorry. That's I just awesome. went on a rant. I apologize. No, no, no apology needed. So anyway, I was glad to be in San Antonio, even if it was only for three days and I will be there again coming up in June. So hopefully I think we talked about it. We'll try to do a, a, our podcast together that would be cool yeah right i think we'll be able to do that i yeah, think yeah. We will. i don't have any plans in june what's that i don't have any plans in june well i don't either so and i'm planning to be there for a couple of weeks so we might be able to do a couple of podcasts together so that would be really cool 
So anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we're getting ready for another vacation coming up in a week. So um, I told you that they do ski week at this school. <laughs> well, you know, you got to go ski. So, yeah, you know what? I don't ski. You know, I don't. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't enjoy it. My sister loves to ski, which is funny. She she loves skiing. Her whole family loves skiing, and they do, they go on ski vacations. I do not. I, I yeah. give me the beach any day. And you don't like the beach, is that right? I don't like the beach. I don't like. You're the it. second never person. Skiing. You're the second person I know that does not like the beach. I do not like the sand gets everywhere. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. No, I love the beach. Absolutely love it. Hot. I love watching. Yeah. No shade. Salty. Yeah. Sticky. You know. Yeah. Warm. I love yeah. it. I do. I'm looking forward to going. We're gonna probably go to the North Shore so we can see those cranking waves. I don't think my yeah. boys are gonna surf up there because they're not that good. They'd get crushed. Yeah. Do you ever watch Surfs Up? That, that animated movie? No. It's hilarious. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, whatever his name is, uh -huh. he's, the, he's the voice of the main character. Is it Penguins? What? Yeah. It was Penguins? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, you should watch it. It's really... <laughs> I think it's either on Hulu or Netflix. You should watch it. I'm it's sure cool. my kids have seen it. I don't remember ever watching it. Uh, you know, we watched all the animated movies. That mm -hmm. was just our thing. <clears throat> anyway, you know, the big wave comes and he and he gets slapped down and he gets slapped down again. <laughs> that would be my kids. That's the big. That's the North Shore. They'd be like, I mean, they're good surfers, but I don't think they can do those, you know, twenty-five foot waves. I don't think that would be good for them. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. They have a. Um, I know you've seen the stickers. Uh, he greater than I. Have you seen those stickers? Mm -hmm. There, that's where they started. Was in the North Shore. Uh, on the, oh, um, really? Yeah. So you go up to the North Shore, and they, I've been to their store a couple of times. Um, I have a couple of their stickers on my on my windows in my cars. Um, it's a cute little shop, but it's a ministry. It's a ministry. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I'm giving a, a shameless plug for He greater than I. Nice. I don't know how I we should start getting um what do you call it sponsors sponsors sure. yeah we can do that right <laughs> I don't know I don't know how that works <laughs> all right well are you ready to dive in Bubby I'm ready I'm oh ready. so let me just before we do start so let's tell everybody I don't know if we should tell them how we're doing this because it's already going to I guess well, well we'll be caught up before the end of the day Everything yeah, yeah. we'll see that they're all posted, right? Yeah, yeah. It should be all in right, order. Well, all right. Well, then I won't say anything. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're just, you know, <laughs> whatever. We're out of order. We're <laughs> out of order. You're out of order. We're all out of order. <laughs> Is that my good Al Pacino? <laughs> really good. Which, what is that from? And Justice for All. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy that I know that? No, that's good. I couldn't remember. I can see him saying it, but I just couldn't remember which what it was from. Yeah. I think it's called Injustice for All. Something like that. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yes. I think. I can't. <laughs> you know, real quick, <laughs> I did watch a good two good movies on the plane, which I've kind of been... Uh, putting off. I watched that reminiscence with Hugh Jackman. Did you see that? I did not. It was actually pretty good. I mean, it was better than I thought it was going to be, but I like Hugh Jackman. I do too. Um, and then the other one I watched was Aretha. The Not Aretha. The one um, Respect. Is that what it's called? The one with I Jennifer don't Hudson? Know. Don't know about it. Oh, really? Well, if you're not a big Aretha Franklin fan, then you wouldn't be interested in it. Yeah. I mean, it she has a amazing voice, but I wasn't really a fan. 
Well, let me just say, Jennifer Hudson did a phenomenal job. And I don't know if it came out this year. I think it did. If she's not up for an Academy Award, I would be shocked. Really? Yeah, she was really phenomenal. She was really good. And I had no idea that Aretha, Aretha Franklin, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick. But Aretha Franklin was actually like, uh, like her family was connected to musical royalty, like uh, uh, I think Ella Fitzgerald, um, Duke Ellington. And if anybody's younger than probably 30 or 40, they won't know any of these names, <laughs> which we don't have that following anyway, probably nobody younger than 30 or 40. Is listening to us. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, and, and this is kind of neat. Her family was friends with Dr. Martin Luther King during the, um, the, oh, wow. the, the marches and his preaching right. and she would sing and she was there, you know, supporting that whole, you know, that whole uh, marching, whatever, the whole fighting for civil rights. Right, so right. She would call him Uncle Martin. Is that right? Martin? Oh, wow. Yeah, Uncle Martin. And uh, I, yeah, the connections were amazing. I can't even tell you how many people she was connected to back in the 50s and 60s. It's amazing. Wow. That's probably yeah. worth watching. It was definitely, it was worth watching because... It wasn't all about her, I don't think. I thought it was kind of all around. It kind of had that underlying, you know, uh, about the civil rights movement. Right. So it kind of gave you that. It was. I thought it was very well made. I, I was very impressed with it. Yeah. So nice. She had some tragedy in her life, but she also had a lot of good stuff in her life, too. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Let's go. You ready to pray? I'm ready to pray. All right, baby. All right. Heavenly Father, Lord, provider, uh, we come before you and we are just amazed uh, by your love, your grace, Lord. Um, we had a, uh, a good week. Uh, I know that we, we lost someone this week, Lord. Um, as many people do every week, but uh, we know that there was a celebration uh, as she entered the gates, Lord, and we are confident in the fact of of what she did and what she believed and what she she spoke about and and loved, Lord. And in conversations with Lorraine, Lord, I know that there was a lot of love uh, and a lot of love shared, a lot of love. Um, provided given taken and uh, that's i think is is an important lesson for all of us every day is to 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 walk in love and and to to imitate the love of christ lord and that's my prayer for this for today is that i personally can can remember to do this and love everyone and be the best person i can be every step of the way lord um, and most of all, we thank you for your son who uh, showed us what love is and how to love and when to always love, yes. Lord. And again, thank you for that lesson. And I pray for each person listening or watching, Lord, that uh, we can show love, give love, and receive your love. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. You know, I got to say that little prayer uh, as they uh, they were lowering Lala into the ground. Um, one of the ladies was singing uh, soon and very soon. We will see the Lord. Something like that. I can't remember the whole, but anyway, she started singing that. So we went through that whole song. And then um, I said to Sharon, because I wanted to tag it at the end of my, <clears throat> my little thing that I was saying, but I forgot to. But we say, we used to say that prayer. Uh, at, you know, Sharon would pray. I would say that prayer. And then we start reading. And if I didn't say it, Lala would be like, Lorraine, you didn't say your little prayer. Like she would remind me to say it. So I asked Sharon, I said, can I say that prayer 
you know, and she said, absolutely. And her brother, Tim, who was doing Bible study with us, his face was just like, oh. you know, he's just like, yep, got to say that prayer. Because if I didn't, she'd remind me not that I didn't yeah. say it. <laughs> she was a wonderful little lady. She really was. God bless her. <laughs> she was just wonderful. All right. <clears throat> so. We have not said it yet. We've been talking for I don't know how long now, and I apologize. We've ranted on, um, but uh, we are episode 20.1. Yes. And this is chapter seven. Oh, and real quick, I plugged it the other day, but I'm going to plug it again because uh, I was telling Jeremiah about it. But Mr. Pen, these are awesome little pens. I don't know if you can see it or not. Um, they're kind of like a, a crayon sort of. And they're awesome highlighters for these Bibles, and they don't bleed through. So you can get them on Amazon. Maybe maybe um, Jeremiah can put a, a link for it and on our on our webpage. Can you do that? Maybe. Okay. I'll try. All right. Well, I know you're busy. <laughs> I, I'll try to figure you out how to. to do it. I don't know if I know how to do that, but I can try to. I don't know. We'll see. I've got to figure it out. <laughs> oh, we don't know how to do that? I think I do, but I haven't done it. I shouldn't be able to do it. It can't be that hard. So, all right. All right. It shouldn't be. No, I'm sure between the two of us, more you than me, because we all know how tech savvy I am. (laughs) All right. Stephen addresses the council. And this is kind of long, so I'll try to I'll try to read it speedy, but not too speedy. Then the high priest asked Stephen, are these accusations true? This was Stephen's reply. Brothers and fathers, listen to me. Our glorious God appeared to our ancestor Abraham in Mesopotamia before he settled in Haran. God told him, leave your native land and your relatives and come into the land that I will show you. So Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran until his father died. Then God brought him here to the land where we now, where you now live. But God gave him no inheritance here, not even one square foot of land. God did promise, however, that eventually the whole land would belong to Abraham and his descendants, even though he had no children yet. God also told him that his descendants would live in a foreign land where they would be oppressed as slaves for 100 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, God said, and in the end they will come out and worship me here in this place. God also gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision at that time. So when Abraham became the father of Isaac, he circumcised him on the eighth day. And the practice was continued when Isaac became the father of Jacob And when Jacob became the father of the 12 patriarchs of the Israelite nation. These patriarchs were jealous of their brother Joseph, and they sold him to be a slave in Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. And God gave him favor before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all of Egypt and put him in charge of the palace. But a famine came upon Egypt and Canaan. There was great misery and our ancestors ran out of food. Jacob heard that there was still grain in Egypt, so he sent his sons, our ancestors, to buy some. The second time they went, Joseph revealed his identity to his brothers and they were introduced, sorry, to Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent for his father, Jacob, and all his relatives to come to Egypt, 75 persons in all. So Jacob went to Egypt. He died there, as did our ancestors. Their bodies were taken to Shechem and buried in the tomb Abraham had bought for a certain price from Hamor's sons in Shechem. As the time drew near when God would fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. But then a new came came to the throne of Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. 
This king exploited our people and oppressed them, forcing parents to abandon their newborn babies so they would die. At that time, Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians and, the, and he was powerful in both speech and action. One day when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite. So Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. The next day he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you ruler and judge over us? He asked, are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard that, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian. There his two sons were born. Forty years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flaming of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and did not dare to look. Then the Lord told him to take, oh, I'm sorry, the Lord said to him, take off your sandals for you are standing on holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groans and have come down to rescue them. Now go for I'm sending you back to Egypt. So God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they demanded, who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. Sorry, my phone is buzzing. I hope nobody can hear that. Moses himself told the people of Israel, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among, his, from among your own people. Moses was with our ancestors, the assembly of God's people in the wilderness, when the angel spoke to him at Mount Sinai. And there Moses received life-giving words to pass on to us. But our ancestors refused to listen to Moses. They rejected him and wanted to return to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us some gods who can lead us, for we don't know what has become of this Moses who brought us out of Egypt. So they made an idol shaped like a calf. And they sacrificed to it and celebrated over this thing they had made. Then God turned away from them and abandoned them to serve the stars of heaven as their gods. In the book of the prophets, it is written, was it me you were bringing sacrifices and offerings during those 40 years in the wilderness, Israel? No, you carried your pagan gods, the shrine of Moloch, the star of your god, Rephan, Rephan, and the images you made to worship them. So I will send you into exile as far away as Babylon. Our ancestors carried the tabernacle with them through the wilderness. It was constructed according to the plan God had shown Moses. Years later, when Joshua led our ancestors in battle against the nations that God drove out of the land, the tabernacle was taken with them into their new territory, and it stayed there until the time of King David. David found favor with God and asked for the privilege of building a permanent temple for the God of Jacob, but it was Solomon who actually built it. However, the Most High doesn't live in temples made by human hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Could you build me a temple as good as that? Asked the Lord. Could you build me such a resting place? Didn't my hands make both heaven and earth? 
you stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did, and so did you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who, predict, who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah, whom you murdered, I'm sorry, betrayed and murdered. You deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hands of angels. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusations, and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And he told them, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. They rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord, Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. Wow, that was a lot. Yes. I don't think I missed anything, right? No. I tried, man, I was trying to underline, but man, you can underline that whole thing, I think. Well, yeah, and what what I like about it is it's it's using scripture. Yeah. It's a sermon. And the whole, the, the, the majority of the chapter is talking about uh, Abraham and Moses and David and kind of laying the groundwork leading up to Jesus. And it's all taken from the Old Testament. Well, yeah. I mean, this was Stephen. I, I forgot all about this. I mean, I've this is I've read through this, like I said, with Sharon. So I completely forgot about all of this. He just gave like the Reader's Digest version of the history yeah. of the Israelites is what he did reminding the Pharisees of the the sins of what the Israelites did there. They, like he said that, golly, where was it? I mean, he said it a couple of times, but, you know, he kept saying they were stubborn. They, they, they were, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Worshiping false gods. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm I'm reading through that right now, how they, I, I encourage to read the Old Testament because, and I say this every time, because the history of the Israelites is so rich in why right. and how we got to Jesus. Um, but that's what this was. This was just kind of like a, a shortened, you know, history lesson in what the Israelites had been doing, you know? So <clears throat> I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> so it starts out with um, in two, which is where I started highlighting. Our glorious God appeared to our ancestor Abraham in Mesopotamia before he settled in Haran. That's, I mean, that was the beginning of it, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> right. And he tells Abraham, and, you know, Abraham was so faithful. And, you know, he loved God so much um, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. <clears throat> and God promised him, uh, it, it says it here in five, you know, God did promise, however, that eventually the whole land would belong to Abraham and his descendants. And he said, I think he tells Abraham, your, your descendants will be as many as the stars in the sky, right? Right, right. <clears throat> even though he had no children because Sarah was too old, right? Abraham and Sarah. Yeah. Yep. And then Sarah got pregnant, you know, so they, he blessed him and, and Abraham had, I think I'm, I'm trying to see it down here. Abraham had Isaac. Isaac was supposed to be uh, a sacrifice. Remember? 
Yes. I, Isaac was supposed to be a, a sacrifice and Abraham was going to do it, but he didn't, you know, because God right. stopped them at the last minute. And then he provided him a, a ram to do instead, to, to sacrifice mm -hmm. instead. Then Isaac was the father of Jacob. And then Jacob was the father of Joseph. I mean, this is like so amazing how he just ticked through the whole, you know, the whole history. Yeah. In a little, you know, little capsule here. So uh, I'm sorry. I literally was highlighting just about everything. What What did you get up until? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm highlighting the same things. It's, I mean, it's. Essentially, it's it's Genesis. Yeah. Right. You know, up to this point. Um, well, it's Genesis, just, Exodus. I mean, it goes right up into. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, Exodus uh, eventually gets to to the later book Amos. Um, it's it's great to see examples even back. Right after Jesus's time, that they're doing the same thing Jesus did was using the scripture. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm referencing this to show and point to who Jesus is, the Son of Man. And even though he condensed a lot of it, but it, like you said, it's the history of basically the main points that all the Pharisees know about. Yeah, and that they teach. Yes. Yeah, and the thing too, and I think a couple of days ago, well, it was yesterday when I was reading it, but it was supposed to be a couple of days ago. Um, <clears throat> they were talking about how uh, Peter, I think it's Peter and John, were out starting their ministry, and they're like, "Well, these guys aren't scholars. They're not, you know, they're not leaders, um, but they are." quoting scripture like they are, you know, so they've been, they've been, you know, either they've been catching up and reading up and reading the, the scriptures like they're supposed to be and, and using it uh, to tell them, look, all this stuff was already previously predicted and it mm -hmm. all came true according to what God's plan was, you know, right. and here it is. You've got, I think, uh, Stephen here is doing the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. he's not a scholar, but yet he's pulling all the scripture out. I love, uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be skipping over, but I, there's two things. Let me go to 35. It says, so God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they mm -hmm. demanded who made you ruler and <clears throat> judge over us. That was uh, Moses who was the person right. that they had rejected. But again, you know, they rejected this, uh, the stone, right? Isn't that the, the verse where a couple of, uh, let me see, just where, where was it? The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone, which was some. That word rejected, again, goes from Moses to Jesus. Jesus was the rejected right. stone, right? Right. So, you know, these little snippets, you know, of of stuff that you got to just just kind of grab onto, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to kind of uh, I highlighted a bunch of stuff and there. Moses received life giving words to pass on to us, which he does. You know, Moses is telling yeah. us prophecy. Um. And then as the prophet says down in 49, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. <laughs> I love this. It's like, you can't do any better than that. I mean, what are you right. thinking? Right? Yeah. Did I skip over too much stuff? Did, was there anything in there? No. That... no, I mean, it's all the story of Moses. Yeah. Um, and there's, uh, yeah, it's hard. I didn't highlight as much because like the whole thing needs to be highlighted. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I, I really highlighted at the end, um, you know, after he gives that speech, he talks about, you know, you stubborn people, uh, you're a heathen at the heart and deal and deaf to the truth. 
Yeah. You know, and I think what makes the leaders so frustrated is that that's that hit him hard. That truth right there. He explains, you know, again, the history using the scripture and saying, look, these are the things that you keep doing. Even though you're the religious leaders, even though you know the scriptures, you keep doing these things and you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it says it too. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. It's true. Mm -hmm. they, everybody that was sent by God, they kept persecuting every yep. time. Um, <laughs> they even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And they're talking about John there, right? That's, that's what I got. And then the Messiah whom you betrayed and murdered. I mean, he's telling them, you guys are murderers. You yeah. flat out murdered our Messiah. You deliberately disobeyed God's laws, even though you received it from the hands of the angels. I mean, it's like flat. And then, and then in 54, the Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusations. They shook their fists at him in rage because they knew it was true. They knew they were being, yeah. you know, they were being called out. And, and so Stephen being, you know, what I get out of this is calm because he knows he's speaking the truth. Yeah. You know, he doesn't fear for his life. He doesn't run away. He's standing strong in the truths that had been revealed to him and that he's trying to share. Yeah, he was. And it says it there. It says, but Stephen full of the Holy Spirit gazed. You know, you're not going to be when when you feel the Holy Spirit, you're just like. There's like a breath of fresh air, right? You just feel right. calm and, you know, you know that God's guiding you. Mm -hmm. And he says that. He says, but Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Man, I would love to be that, right? I would love to what be able to. What's that? <laughs> I said, what confirmation? Exactly. And he told them, look, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And of course, they put their hands over their ears. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to know anything about it. They're turning a blind eye to it. They're being stubborn again. And of course, they stone him to death. Um, right. And he's saying. Well, did you notice that he named Saul in that? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's just a prelude, right? It's just telling us like a little prediction of who's going to be taken over. So exactly. I think, yeah, and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. It's like, okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I, know, I don't think I ever saw that before, but I'm going to circle it with my pencil. Yep. And Saul who later becomes Paul. What, does it say down there? Yeah, it does. Yeah, In 13.9, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and he falls at the, you know, again, he, he's speaking what Jesus was speaking, you know, you know, Jesus right. said, uh, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. And that's mm -hmm. basically what he's saying here, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. Right. He's trying to say, forgive right. them. You know, they don't know what they're doing. And I just, I found this to be extremely, just a really fulfilling chapter um giving everybody kind of an overview so again i'm going to say it i encourage you to read the first five books at least of the old testament because those are all written by moses i believe and um it gives you a history and you're not going to want to put it down there's going to be some parts of it that is going to be very um Tedious was the word I kept using when I was reading with Sharon. But we all wanted to go to the next chapter. We didn't want to put it down because it was it's like it's like a, a movie. It's like an adventure. We're watching this whole thing. So just really just cool. This is just really cool that we got to read that little overview. So pretty neat. All right. Good stuff, right? Always. Always. I say it every day. I don't know. I just every day I say the same thing. Everybody must be so tired of me saying the same stuff. But I'm going to have to figure out better ways to say it. I don't know. But so I know we've been going on for a while here, <clears throat> but we don't want to ever give everybody the opportunity to uh, accept Christ as their yes. Lord and Savior. And this is 
you know, this is what we're reading about now. We're into Acts and we're reading about how they're preaching about Jesus and uh, his resurrection and uh, him being our savior. So, so we are going to give you that opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and savior. Um, and uh, we can all say it together. Uh, believers are invited to say it as well. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect. And no, I've sinned against you. Please, please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, and we tell you this every time, every day, um, we say, get to a church, find a yes. pastor. Um, if you don't feel comfortable going to a church right now, uh, get online, get on the phone. I mean, there's so many different ways uh, to get to see services uh, these days. So, I mean, we watch service on online uh, still. So it doesn't replace being there by all means, yeah. but, uh, and, you know, celebrate. This is a celebration. Mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So you'll remember and, um, and go live for Jesus, get into a ministry. Uh, start a volunteer group, uh, start a small group. Um, these are all important things that uh, they'll tell you to do. So, right. Congratulations. Yes. Welcome. Yes. So, all right. Well, we didn't really pick a thing for the little things, did we? Did we? No, we did not. <laughs> we are so sad. <laughs> but we did talk about. I was talking about, well, there were so many things we talked about, but we talked about our favorite towns. I know. <laughs> we did talk yeah. about our favorite cities or towns. Yeah. Did you want I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, obviously, I still live here, so San Antonio is my favorite town. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's not too big. It's not too small. It's, it's in a great location. I just, I love the food. I love the people. Yes. Yes. It's, it's quite nice. I have, I have, I have lived in many towns and cities. Right. Um, so, you know, y'all know I'm an, I'm a Jersey girl. I, I grew up in New Jersey and it's funny being, uh, from a big family, we did a lot of traveling, which is really odd, but it was all by car. <laughs> <laughs> and literally we drove the entire coast the east coast of the united states in that in a car in a station wagon um so i the east coast is fun new york city is fun it's fun to visit a lot of stuff there uh i've been to philly i've been to boston you know washington dc i mean big cities lived in jacksonville which is where I met Rich. I I personally, I'm not a big fan of Florida. Uh, Florida's got pretty beaches, but not a big fan. It's sweaty and hot and sticky and lots of mosquitoes. And oh my goodness, Gainesville, Florida has love bugs. Have I ever told you the love bug stories? No. Okay, I'll tell you that another time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you this time. But <laughs> not remind me about love bugs because they are. I think they are indigenous to Gainesville. They were created. They were lab created. Yeah, lab created hmm. love bugs. I'll tell you that later. So. Okay. So I would say San Antonio. I think by far is my favorite city. And. Uh, I've been to San Francisco. I've been up to LA. LA is disgusting. It's Hollywood is not what it used to be. Not pretty. Been to Honolulu, Waikiki. I would say I love San Antonio, like you said, for those reasons. It's a big yeah. little city. It is. It is. I mean, I've I've we've driven very a few places here and there. I mean, um, we go a lot to to Biloxi. 
Mississippi. Mm. Um, we've been to New Bern, uh, North Carolina. That was a lot of fun. That was a cute little town. Where's that located? Very historic. On the coast of North Carolina. <laughs> like, okay, because I've been to like Durham, which is more in, like that's by Asheville. No, I couldn't oh, tell Durham. you without looking at a map. It's, I, I think it's just inside from South Carolina right into North Carolina. Okay. Um, it's a very historic town. Very old. They had a palace there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a very very neat little town, uh, with the old world charm to it. Um, we haven't been really anywhere past uh, Colorado. We've never been to California. Well, y'all have to come out. I think so. Eventually. Yeah. There's so much to do. <laughs> There's a lot to do. There's a, and you have a place to stay, so you don't have to worry about a. a you don't have to worry about a um, hotel. Well, at least That's at, true. At least here in San Diego, you don't. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to San Diego, so I haven't. I, that's that's on our list. There's stuff to do here. There definitely is a lot. There's a lot of walking. People walk and bike everywhere. It's amazing to me. Like even when you drive. Okay, so the 52 goes between our little town and. Um, well, it stretches across to, all the way to La Jolla, but <clears throat> there's a biking lane on the highway, like a protected biking lane. Really? Yeah. I, you couldn't get me on that. I mean, that's to me, that's crazy. I, I would not get on a highway and bike to save my life, but yeah, no. Yeah. But yeah, they, they do a lot of, a lot of bike. Well, you can, because it's so pretty out here. Yeah. You know, the, the weather's just phenomenal, if there's anything, but. Yeah, San Diego is beautiful, um, I have to say. If I can pick up San Diego weather and scenery and put it into San Antonio, that would be the perfect city. <laughs> I bet it would be. Yeah, that would, would be. be. And yeah, so. Well, that's it, I think, for uh, today. Did you have anything else? No, I think we chatted about a lot. We chatted for a lot. We did, we did which is. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything we are, it's real. And we are little chatty patties. Yes. So, well, I hope everybody out there enjoyed uh, this podcast. I think it was full with a lot of good stuff from the Holy Ghost and from God. I think that we are just hearing just so much from him. And we just all need to be a little more on target. Oh, you know what I did want to say about, okay, you were talking about Lala and your prayer which was beautiful, uh, by the way, at the beginning of our podcast. That was really sweet. So uh, speaking of love, and you and I talked about this prior, I mentioned it to you. So I feel like I wanted to say to everybody, text or call, if you think of somebody just do it. Yes. Don't wait. Yes. Because you you don't want to regret not doing that. Um, I started, I used to do it and I kind of fell off the bandwagon, but I'm back on it again. You know, if you've got kids that don't live at home, even if your kids live at home, you know, before you go to bed at night, text them, you know, tell them that you love them. Uh, good night. Have a wonderful evening, whatever. God bless you. Don't forget to tell them, uh, even if it's in a text. And in the mornings, wake up, Text your family. You know, I love you. God bless you. Have a good day. Don't miss those opportunities. Um, yes. It's important because life is short and you don't know. Nobody's guaranteed another second on this earth. Agreed. I don't mean to be sound like a, you know, naysayer, but I mean, it is reality. We don't know. Right. So, right. you know. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say God bless everybody out there. Thank you for joining us as always. Yes. Uh, we're blessed to be able to do this. Oh, you want to do our shameless plug before we sign yes. off? Okay. Check us out on Facebook. Take a Leap of Faith podcast. Uh, we're on there. And uh, our website, leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can email Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. 
There it is. Please, right. please let us know what's going on. All right. God bless you guys. All right. See y'all next week.